0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for AwesomeO.com, and I am back with my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Thursday. March 18th. Now be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Then head on over to Twitter, follow me at Josh Engelman so you can get updates to these sim results as we get closer to lock. And finally, let me know in the comment section who are your favorite and least favorite of my contenders for today's slate. We got a lot of news that we're waiting on. Some of this stuff is going to look very different, so make sure you are following me. There are things here right now that I don't know. Like, my number one contender might not even be on this list by the time we get to lock. It all depends on how the news breaks. But for right now, Alex Len, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker, and Emmanuel Quickly are on the outside looking in. Who will be my favorites, my top five plays for today? It is time to find out. First up, we're grabbing some value. Number five, small forward eligible Talon Horton Tucker. Now, he has been in the optimal lineup, I think, the last two times that the Lakers have played. So I feel a little bit apprehensive jumping on now, but that's not really how I look at things. So if it works today, it just works today. 3,900, projected for 22, goal is 35 and a half, optimal lineup 22% of the time. I think he plays about 23 minutes today. He's seen a little bit more, but I'm trying to be pessimistic. Almost a fantasy point per minute, 11 points, three boards, three assists, a steal, neutral-ish pace matchup against the Charlotte Hornets. Really, there's just not a ton of value out there. And if THT is playing 23 minutes or more, especially at a small forward spot, at a sub 4K price tag on a six gamer, I kind of have to look at him as a value option. We're paying up a little bit more though for number four shooting guard eligible Bradley Beal 9100 projected for 47. The goal is 54. He's in the optimal lineup 22% of the time. You know what you're getting out of Bradley Beal. This is no surprise. 1.3 yeah, 1.31 fantasy points per minute here, 36 minutes, 34% usage, 30 real points, 5 assists, 5 boards. I love all of it. It's a slight pace down spot against Utah, but Utah will be without Mike Conley, so they are down a legitimate rotation piece. I think that probably helps at least a little bit for Beal. But really, what we're looking at here is that Bradley Beal is 9100 and he has the opportunity to blow that price tag out of the water because his ceiling is just higher than a $9,100 guy. I think that he should be a couple hundred dollars more expensive. Both he and Russ are the only guys that really do anything for the Wizards from a fantasy perspective. Shout out to Alex Lynn being number 10, by the way. But at 9100 on a six-gamer, unquestionably, I need to get to more Bradley Beal. Taking a big step up in tiers here. Number three, point guard, shooting guard, eligible Donovan Mitchell. He's 8,700. Projected for 48. The goal's 52 and a half, and he's in the optimal lineup 30% of the time. As I mentioned before, no Mike Conley, which means Donovan Mitchell sees a big time bump in his assist rate. Could see additional shots as well. 35 minutes, 1.37 fantasy points per minute. Why is he taking such a big bump, you ask? Oh, I'll tell you. This is a massive pace-up spot for Donovan Mitchell. They gain five possessions over their average. It's basically like saying Donovan Mitchell is going to play 35 minutes, but he gets credit for playing 38. They gained a ton of additional run, so many extra possessions, so many extra fantasy points to go around, 32% usage, almost 28 points, almost eight assists, four and a half boards. But this pace, this defensive matchup, it doesn't get any better. Mitchell, with dual eligibility, is one of the best plays on the slate. And that's why you see him jumping Beal. Beal at 22%. Mitchell, new tier, 30%. He looks great. He's going to be incredibly popular today, as he should be. Make sure you're putting him into cash games, but play him everywhere. He looks fantastic. We're staying on the Utah Jazz for number two, and I love this one. Shooting guard, small forward eligible Joe Ingles. He's 5,200. You guys know how I love guard forward eligibility, guys. 30 and a half fantasy point projection. The goal is 40 optimal lineup 30% of the time. Same as Donovan Mitchell. Now, everything that I said about the matchup is true here. This massive pace up spot is as good as it gets and it's going to benefit pretty much. Well, it's going to benefit everybody on the jazz for sure, but Ingle sees a really nice bump also because of that dual eligibility. 32 minutes, 0.96 fantasy points per minute, 17% usage, 14 points, six assists, four boards, does a little bit of everything. He's leading the league in true shooting, if I'm to believe one random tweet that I saw today, but Ingles is just hyper-efficient. If he can get a couple extra shot attempts, since Connolly is out, even better. This price tag and this position will set up the MPE, It's great. It's absolutely great. I have one guy ahead of Ingles right now, and I'm a little nervous about it because I don't know what his playing time is going to be, but I feel very comfortable grabbing Ingles and Mitchell, and don't be afraid to play those two guys together. Now before we get to my number one contender, one last reminder to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and then hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Head on over to Twitter, follow me. At Josh Engelman, it's the only place that you can get the updates to my sim results as we get closer to lock. And then finally, hop underneath this video, jump into the comment section, and let me know who your favorite and least favorite contenders are for today's slate. At number one, center eligible Moses Brown. We're doing it again. 4,300. Projected for 28. Goal is 37. Optimal lineup, 37% of the time. Caveat here. No idea what they're going to be doing with his minutes. Baisley's still out. Maladon is questionable. Lou Dort is questionable. Al Horford is back. My nose is itchy. All that stuff is true right now. I think based on the way that he was playing, that they're going to try to continue to give him some run. I gave Moses Brown 24 minutes. We're going to want to pay close attention to starting lineups. If he's not starting, I probably bring that down and then assume that Horford plays about 28 minutes at center. Brown would play 20. But right now, at 24 minutes, even in a pace down spot. Even bringing his rates down to a 1.15 guy, he's the number one contender because he's a really good fantasy point per minute guy playing potentially 24 minutes at only 4,300. Again, there's a lot of variability here. If I project him for 20, he's probably not on this list or maybe he's right around Alex Lynn. If he's starting and we can project him for 26, he should be in like 50% of lineups. There's a ton of variability here, but all I can say is this, at 8.30 a.m., Moses Brown is the number one contender. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Thursday, March 18th. I'm on the NBA Strategy Show today with Adam Kaufman. I've already recorded the process show. Go check that out. I've worked my way through this entire slate. No live before lock today for me. So make sure you're following me on Twitter to get my updates. I have a premium Slack Uh, office hours today that's fun one o'clock eastern time i'll be taking questions so come join in that and then we'll be back again tomorrow closing out the week with another edition of the contenders good luck tonight everybody